Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Guest Fairy Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. Well, actually, this is as real as it gets. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio, In Your Face. Welcome to the UCW Radio Show. This is your host, Lou Velasquez. I'm here with a special co-host, Ms. Fawn Tran. Fawn, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. Hello. Thank you for inviting me to your show. It's a, it's a rockin' show. Well, I have to invite you on the show. You know, you uh, are part of uh, our project, our franchise weapon. So uh, that's uh, interesting. So I have to bring you on here to at least uh, for people to get to know you a little bit. Sounds good. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I'm from Virginia, D.C. area, and uh, recently lo- relocated to L.A. Um, something that just kind of um, happened where I think over a year ago I decided I really wanted to change. Um, moving to the West Coast, uh, weather is nice, of course but also um, do something more creative with my life, something more proactive. And um, and so far, you know, I'm loving my move out here. It's it's uh, really a cool move, so I'm glad I did it. Well, Fawn, let me ask you. you. You were living in Virginia, and you decided to uproot yourself, leave your family and everything to, to go to L.A., uh, which that's a big move. You, you must have been scared uh make that decision because you had your job, you had everything over there. Yeah, it was a secure job, it was a sweet job, and um, I just decided, it, you know, it was just the time for, you know, for something different where I could utilize my creative skills and um, also uh, work on more humanitarian projects that uh, actually my friend is involved in, and I'm really excited. So I just, for a year, I planned the whole uh, move, and, you know, it finally happened. You know, patience is a uh, virtue. <laughs> but I'm, uh, like I said, I'm really excited, and I'm just here settling in and just trying to, um, you know, feel it out. Well, I think L.A. is going to suit you good because you don't have a Virginia type of personality. You have you have a uh, California, L.A. type of personality. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just, um, well, you know, at the same time, I think uh, I still have some Virginia, uh, you know, roots, you know, where, um, you know, you're still I-, I was trying to make you feel very... good, I was just trying to make you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Next. <laughs> no, but uh, but seriously, you, you know, you, you uh, made a big move, and I think L.A. just from what I know uh, of you and us, you know, having uh, numerous discussions, that it suits you better for where you want to be in life. Yeah, that's true. For the things I want to do, you're right. I, they, uh, everyone told me, if you want to do what you want to do, which is martial arts and, you know, more stunt work or, you know, just action movies or whatnot, L.A. is the place to be. And, um, like I said, I'm feeling it out. Um, staying at the Hollywood Hills right now, which is just unbelievable. Hollywood going out Hills. every night and just, uh, you know, it's sort of like New York City, but, you know, to a lesser degree, but, <laughs> you know, there's their lights out there and whatnot, so um, it's, it's good. So how, how do you like the like view from the hills? It's very nice. I 
I just, I'm ecstatic. I'm just, you know, at a loss for words sometimes. I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. Uh It's beautiful. Um, It's just amazing. And um, while my girlfriend says that, uh, you know, when there's such things as earthquakes, you can't really feel it up here so much. So that's another, that's another, uh, you know, attribute there. So I like it. Uh, I know you have a lot of things going on there because you just got to L.A., uh, so I want to thank you for coming on the UCW Radio Show just to share a little bit of your, your story, your journey. Uh, we're going to have you back it's on. Been great. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to have you back on, though, because you're going to be okay. a special guest host a few times. Um, as we move forward. What, you're leaving? When it comes to guys who refuse to wear condoms, I have a little speech prepared that goes something like this. Look, guy I almost slept with, I like you a lot. You're smart, slash funny, slash charming, and or good looking. And a moment ago, I wanted to do things to you, the likes of which are usually only reserved for fake letters in dirty magazines. But when it comes to having sex, I have but one rule, just one. You gotta use a ticket if you want to ride the ride. Which means that in addition to that aching sensation you're probably feeling in your shorts right now, I'm going to leave you with one final question that will undoubtedly haunt you for a very long time. Did you honestly think that wearing only a thin layer of well-lubricated latex between our hot, sweaty, pulsing bodies would be worse than spending the morning slash afternoon slash night alone? Sadly, guy I almost slept with, you will never, ever have the pleasure of knowing for sure. See you in class, Tim. Oh, and thanks for the pizza.
no, I, I, I was never at the level of those kids uh, that you see on TV now, like, so you think you can dance. I was never at that level. I don't think, I don't think too many people were at that level because, uh, yeah, that's a little bit off the charts. Right? That They're a little freakish, but I love, I love dancers and I have so much respect for them and I, I decided that I wanted to instead, um, go into musical theater following my mother's footsteps and, um, I went to USC and my dad told me that I needed to get a business degree. So I got, <laughs> I, Spent my freshman year miserable trying to get a business degree. I took a year off and I opened up a show um, for Disneyland, and I realized that all the actors that I really respected and who were a, a, older than I was, but who had lots of credits and and made everything look so wonderfully new and fresh every time, they had training, um, which was something that I never had any real formal training. So then after that, I decided to go back to USC. Unbeknownst to my father, I uh, enrolled in theater school, and I started taking um, the theater career uh, very seriously. Uh, let, me, let me ask you a question, Liz. Yeah. Now, you, you were going to school for business. Your father wanted you to get your MBA the whole nine yards. Yeah. Okay, he wanted you to be uh, one of those Mensa people. And uh, <laughs> and the bottom line is you came back after doing a theater thing. You got into theater, but he didn't know anything about it. Well, at first, he didn't know at first. For how long? Then, for how long? Probably for a semester. And then he was like, wait, what is, what's going on? I was like, oh, I'm just taking general ed. You know, I just, just these are my electives. I don't, uh, but uh, he finally came around to it once he saw how happy I was and that I was coming home um, with really a, a passion and a creative force that, you know, cannot be denied, or so I say. Ah, so but for that first semester, you were actually... Uh, I was lying. I was straight out lying. Yeah, you had your teeth. books. You, t you sent them a picture of you and your books, right? Your economic yep. books and everything. I know. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, so you got through all that. And we got through the wilderness, um, as Madonna would say, and... I graduated. I was very lucky to have met uh, my current team of managers and agents um, from my connections at the University of Southern California, okay. and I've been with them ever since. And it has been a journey. I have uh, I've done pilots. I've been in um, multicam sitcoms. The recent, well, most recent one was has been Melissa and Joey, which is a new show on ABC Family okay. that will premiere August seventeenth at eight uh, eight p.m. Right. Um, I was in bed with Charlie Sheen. Hey now. Uh, this past year. <laughs> what were you doing with Charlie? <laughs> I, I think a lot of women can say that, but to be honest, he was a gentleman. He was a straight out, one of the most professional people I've ever worked with and a pure gentleman. I cannot say anything but kind, kind words about him. Um, I've done a lot of medical dramas. I was recently on Miami Medical where my arm blew up and I lost my voice. I was on Grey's Anatomy where I kind of played a... I don't know if I can say this. I guess it's internet, so a bitch. Okay. And um, well, they they look. They just they say this on 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 regular TV. So uh, yeah. Yeah, I just I want to make sure you know if we have two year olds listening, Mike. I just or Mike Lou listen uh, to me. No, there I, it I goes. don't think I don't think two year. I don't think, uh, any no no two year old. No, unless no. Well, I'm not doing any Disney stuff here now. Okay, good. <laughs> not at all. Good to know. <laughs> Says the girl who's part of ABC Family. Um, <laughs> and um, recently I have a wonderful short called Kilo that is touring the film festival circuit. Um, I'm so proud to be a part of it. It was my first 
starring role in a short. Um, right now, it is actually at the Asian American International Film Festival in New York. Okay. Um, and actually, in a couple days, it should be um, at the Manhattan Film Festival in New York as well. Nice. We also are going to be in the Burbank Film Festival, and I just got word that we will be in the Charlotte Film Festival. And there are a whole slew of other film festivals that we are in earlier this year, but those are the ones that are coming up and I'm most excited about. I think this, I mean, you have a, a great uh, line of things you've done. You, you talked about the TV, you talked about, you know, uh, some of the film things you, you've done, but you've done a few others, but you also did a lot of theater. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit of a theater whore. I love it. Um, there is nothing better than putting yourself out there, um, having the audience be right there with you every night, and seeing where the journey takes you, sort of like how you and I are doing this interview. You just don't know what's going to happen. You have a plan, yeah. but you're just not sure what might happen. Um, and there's nothing more exciting than that. The, the closest thing in television that comes close to it is sitcom, where you have a live audience. But um, there's nothing like theater and nothing like working on new works and really pushing your boundaries as an actor, um, especially in L.A. So yeah, well, it, it, does it does test your skills, for sure. You know, doing TV, doing film, different than doing theater. Theater is a lot harder. Film and TV, you get a couple takes. Theater, yeah. it's sort of like, well, if you mess up, <laughs> good luck. Like, hey, <laughs> you, have, you have to learn how to uh, kind of smooth right over it. Very much so, and, you know, you become family with whoever, whoever you're on stage with, and, you know, hopefully everyone will pick each other up. And if not, then... Again, you're kind of screwed. Well, unless you <laughs> piss somebody off, and then they're like, okay, you messed up. <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> well, I, I would never do that, Lou. No, no, no. I'm you. a really good, wholesome person. No, you a panda lover. <laughs> I am a panda lover. Yeah, I, I hear rumors. I pandas. I, I hear rumors about you and your pandas. Yeah, I'm thinking about going to China and stealing one. That's how much I love them. Um, and then we'll see you on Interpol, and that'll be it. <laughs> and that'll be that'll be the end of my, well, maybe that'll be the highlight of my career. Who knows? I, I love panda bears, and I think it's gotten worse as I've gotten older. I mean, who who makes a bear? I mean, why in Mother Nature or whatever religion you believe in would make a bear that's black and white in a green jungle? It's like the worst camouflage ever for a bear. Yeah, and it has really no no defense skills. It just kind of waddles and eats bamboo. Well, I hear panda bears can actually be a little mean. Wow. And I, that's what I hear. I don't know. Then I hear a lot of things. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know which panda bears you've been talking to, but the ones that I've been talking to, they're quite cuddly. Yeah, well, if you got me talking to panda bears, you know, uh, yeah, get that on film because uh, that, that, that's when I'm headed downhill <laughs> and uh -oh. really quick. <laughs> uh oh. Well, let's get back to you and your career. You did, you did, uh, you were in Two and a Half Men, Grey's Anatomy, uh, uh, Miami Medical. You, you have some films that are, uh, you have one film that's uh, going along the circuit right now. Um, the theater is what, what I was kind of interested in above all that because you did stuff like A Chorus Line, Twelfth Night, things of that nature. Um, you know, it was, you, you initially started in theater. You didn't just go straight to film and stuff, did you? No, I didn't. I grew up doing community theater um, okay. with my mother, uh, not being a stage mom, but kind of being a stage mom. Oh, she's going to listen to this, <laughs> and then you're not going to cut this part out, I know it. No, of course um, not. No, of course no, not, because no. why would you do that? Not us. We, we, uh, we want mommy to hear everything. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, she was great. She really encouraged me and my sister to um, 
be creative. And if, we, if singing and dancing and acting was something I wanted to be a part of, she was really great at encouraging that. So I grew up uh, doing community theater. That's how I ended up doing a chorus line. Um, then I went to USC. I was lucky to do a bunch of main stage and black box theater productions there. Um, just really fun, crazy stuff. Like for Polaroid stories, I got to be Philomel where all I did was sing and then my tongue gets cut out and I got to be an old aunt and this other one and, it, you know, things that you would I would never be cast in today. Um, and then after school, I was lucky to be a part of East West Players, which is one of um, the Asian American premier theater groups in the United States and work with them through some of their workshops, some of their stage readings, and then eventually on one of their main stage plays last year. And with uh, Lodestone, um, Lodestone Ensemble Theater Group, which actually just disbanded, um, they've been together for 10 years doing little more edgy plays, so not as many Nisei Widows or Joy Luck Club stuff, um, more portraying Ameri- Asian Americans as American families um, with an edgier twist to it. Um, and I was lucky to be in the last performance of, or the last production of that as the lead character, Grace Kim. And really fun, really fun stuff. Yeah, no, that, that's pretty cool. And, and on top of that, I hear that, uh, I mean, what, what's the deal with your Best New Talent Actress Award? Oh, I don't, oh gosh. Oh, yeah. I'm really going to drag this up. Oh, yeah, I'm, br- I'm bringing this up. <laughs> I'm bringing this up because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting. <laughs> You're sitting in front of your computer looking at my resume. All right, uh, we'll go for I'm it. I'm looking at everything, everything. All right, all right. Trekkie. Well, Trekkie, yeah, <laughs> it's true. I do love the Trek. Um, Best New Talent was sort of like a star search thing where um, now, in retrospect, I don't know if I would have encouraged myself to do it, but I did win, so that's pretty awesome. It was the first time I had done a monologue in front of a group of people who weren't my peers, and I won. Um, it was really thrilling. I got to play a crazy girl, and uh, it was basically like Star Search, one of those American Idol-ish things, and it really actually helped solidify for me that maybe I was on the right track at a younger age. And maybe this, I might have some inklings of acting besides just like the looking pretty on camera part, which I'm still working on, Lou. Oh, yeah, I, 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 on it. Come on, you're there, Liz. You're there. Yeah, but you know, seriously, going and uh, and performing, especially a monologue in front of uh, a group of people, as you said, that aren't your peers, you know, that takes a lot. For, yeah, for and I was a baby. Yeah. I was I was pretty much a baby back then, so. <laughs> It was it was terrifying, but the fun terrifying. Like when you're on a roller coaster, and you're about to go down that drop. Oh, you're you're a risk taker. Woo-hoo. I try, just like <laughs> you, huh? Yeah, well, you you gotta roll the dice. If you don't roll the dice, you don't know you don't know what's in front of you. Exactly, exactly. The worst thing you could do is not take action, right? Yeah. Well, how many people sit at home saying, uh, "I wish I could have, I should have," and then they get mad at the people that do? Too many. Yeah, and then that. But hopefully, people who are listening to your show, I mean, are go-getters or are being inspired by the great guests that you have on here, and you know, starting to take action for themselves. That's why we bring uh, great guests on the show like yourself, Thank so that you. you can tell your story and people can get inspired. Because again, you know, you didn't. I mean, even though your your mom was in theater and everything, for you, you were going along a different path. You grew up around that, but you know, you were 
groomed to be a business person and you're going to go to work and you're going to go make your, your six-figure income and work in a big office tower, and that's what was pretty much lined up for you. Yeah. But you know what? I will say this. The business part, it, I mean, this acting thing, it is a business, and uh, a lot of what I did learn my freshman year has come back to haunt me. Not the economics part. Right. That that I leave to my accountant, but... Uh, Managing your business and, and treating it as such definitely has come into play very recently. So I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because you know a lot. I think a lot of people go and they have uh, you know stars in their eyes. They want to go to Hollywood. They want to be a big star. And this whole this holds true for sports and things of that nature. But people don't understand that when you go into entertainment, you go into professional sports. You become your own brand. You become your own business, and you have to treat it as such. If not, you're going to wind up broke before it's all said and done. That's very true. I'm a huge sports fanatic, and I've seen that happen to many of my favorite athletes, unfortunately. And it's the same idea with some of my peers. They hit it big and think they have it made, but they don't manage their finances and create uh, a continual branding of themselves so they can continue living the lifestyle that they want to live and have the longevity in the career that they want to have. And so. There you go, your reality shows on VH1. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, that's what they do. That's what they true. do. Yeah, they, very, they, very true. They, they go and, you know, some of these guys, you have like the celebrity boxing, things like that, and you see, you know, big stars that do that because they're trying to keep themselves out there and, you know, they're, they need the couple of bucks. Yeah. Well, hopefully that won't happen to me. I'm going to try to keep uh, on a straight and narrow path using my morals and ethics to guide me. And, you know, who knows where this goes. But, uh, uh, right I, now it's pretty darn exciting. I, I think you're going to go far, Liz, because you have a good head on your shoulders. Uh, and I know that you have a good support staff, a uh, support unit behind you, you know, with your family, friends. Yes, I've been very say. blessed yeah, in that I, regard. That's good. You know, uh, look, a friend of mine, uh, Ursula Teherian, she, um, she's similar to you. She went to school, had a, uh, uh, great job, the whole nine yards, and all of a sudden, boom, she had something in her. She wanted to get into entertainment. I listened to that interview. Yeah. She's the one on Funny or Die, right? Yeah, she's on Re- uh, Reality Hell. Yeah. yeah. And Reality Hell. Yeah. My friend's on that as well. Yeah. Um, She's a great girl. Oh, yeah. She's a sweetheart. And she, you know, similar story to yours. Uh, she had everything, and she, you know, decided to pursue, you know, to follow her heart and pursue something she loved to do. Yeah, I, I really do believe that there comes a point in your life, it's fight or flight. And uh, you either go with what you want or you stay with what you have. So might as well try it while you're young. I mean, but look at Betty White, right? Oh, God bless her. I, lo- I love that lady. Oh my goodness gracious! And not not love, love like I'm in love with her, but I do. I love how her attitude. I love her demeanor. I love the way she handles herself. She's, She's a great, fine lady. Oh yeah, but you know you have to be that way because if you think about it, Liz, life is too serious as it is, and sometimes you gotta you know escape and it, it, it's no no place like Hollywood. And I guess only in Hollywood you can be a schizo and really <laughs> and get an Oscar, right? That's very true. <laughs> and we are not talking about anyone in particular. No one in particular. Not at all. Zero. Not, not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. You know, so now, what are you working on now, Liz? Well, right now, um, I'm still working on Melissa and Joey, which, again, is on ABC Family with Melissa Joan Hart and Joey Lawrence. Okay. And um, 
it's in a similar vein as Two and a Half Men in terms of some of the comedy, um, but has that feeling of who's the boss because Joey Lawrence plays the nanny, Melissa Joan Hart plays the woman who brings home the bread, and uh, I play her best friend. So I have a couple more episodes I'm shooting um, on that that I'm really excited to be a part of. And then I have something in the horizon, but I can't talk about it yet. I'm, I thought by now I'd be able to talk about it, but I can't. So... Okay. So you're, we'll, we'll leave it as a little bit of a, a cliffhanger mystery. It's, yeah, I can't. Okay. Or else I get in trouble, and I don't want to be slapped on the, the wrist or the hand. Well, then, <laughs> then, then don't talk about it, Liz. I won't push you. I won't push you. You sure you don't want to talk about it? You sure? Are you well, positive? No, yeah, positive? I can't. I can't. Oh, you're yeah. very sweet. You're get... <laughs> You, you are very, you are a smooth talker, Mister. But ah, I am on to you. So you got that um, that gag clause going on. I kind of have right now until uh, certain things get finished okay, in well. terms of the business side. I can't talk about it, okay. but I'm hopefully the next time I speak to you, it'll be about whatever I'm not talking about. <laughs> we hope, right? We hope. Right. <laughs> so, so, so this this Melissa and Joey's kind of like uh, who's the boss? Uh, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, so what happens is Melissa Joan Hart is a city council person in Ohio, okay. and uh, her sister gets into trouble with the law, and so she inherits her nephew and niece, and so they live with her, okay. and she can't juggle having her teenage nephew and niece living with her, and so she hires um, oh, she hires Joey Lawrence, who happens to be um, one of the people that her sister and her brother-in-law scammed. As, and so he becomes the nanny. So he lives with her. Mayhem and fun ensues. Lots of crazy situations. I think we're doing a Dancing with the Stars-ish episode next. Oh, so, nice. yeah. They, they, I mean, you get to do your dancing. Oh, I I don't think I'm in this episode, but uh, you know I'll be dancing on the side. Okay, you dance on the side, scoot along, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. And I'll be thinking of you at the same time. And, 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 and so you should. So you I, should. I, I should. I, you know, it's you know that you're not a dancer anymore when your default dance is the robot. <laughs> that's, that's scary. <laughs> right. So when, like a good song comes on, I start moving, and then like the robot comes out, and I just kind of stop because it freaks people out. Yeah, you don't want to be become Mr. Miss Roboto. You, you don't need that. Song. Well, I am Asian, so I guess I could get away with it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, and talking about that, you know, it was funny. I, you know, I, I think, and maybe a lot of, you know, a lot of people that may know of some of your work, uh, and I hope, you know, that they're listening to this and they're seeing how the, your, your sense of humor, okay, and uh, how, how you are, because again, as I said, too many people are too serious, and you have you're having fun on this show, and you're making, you're allowing me to have fun. Okay. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, you're allowing me to have fun. So now, where, where do you see yourself, uh, Liz? Where do you see yourself in the next, you know, uh, I don't want to go too far out, but I'm saying the next five, year, five years, what are some of your, your, your goals that you want to achieve? Realistic, uh, realistic goals. Being realistic goals? Realistic, yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with the big dream goal first. And then okay. we'll baby it down. Okay. So I want to have a career like Kate Winslet, where I do a couple movies a year. I do the press junket for that, but I'm allowed to have a pretty normal life. Okay. Um, then, so working backwards from that, I really do love um, multicam. It's a great venue, I think, for my comedic skills. But 
I would love to be on a single cam show, something like Modern Family, um, and be a series regular on that, and then um, start doing a couple of supporting leads in um, romantic comedy films or films done by Judd Apatow, that kind of type of humor, which I think my personality uh, lends itself to. Um, that's that's kind of where I see myself going. Also, I'd like to own a yacht by then okay. and, you know, a couple castles like Nick Cage. Hey, but, but you, you, you never, know, but you, you never know. You pay them off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Anyway, but no, but your, 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 your outlook, your goals, they're realistic. And I think, I think you, you'll, uh, surpass that. I, I have no doubt. Thank uh, you. Appreciate it. Now, now Liz, now, you don't have to thank me. Just, you know how you thank me? By making it happen. So I can say, aha! I know Liz Ho. Alright. And I won't make All fun right, of Lou. it. And I won't make fun of it. Um, but, uh, let me ask you something. You've done TV, you've done film. What, what do you enjoy more? Well, putting the theater well, that's, aside. That's like asking the mother to choose like, which kid to save out of the burning building? Okay. Like, do I choose television or do I choose film? I, to be honest, I'm, I love any time that I'm allowed to practice acting, okay. whether it's in film or television. They're both very different mediums. Film is fun because you have the whole story arc. Um, TV is fun because it's, every, every week is something new. Um, so I, I really couldn't pick. I just leave both those kids burning in the building. Okay, well, I, I'll, I'll respect that. You know, you know what it is, Liz. The reason I even asked that is that you have some people uh, that are, you know, they're on television, they're television stars, and that's where it, that's where it ends. They don't do film, they don't do anything else. And uh, just because I, I was watching it the other day, uh, like uh, Christopher, Christopher Maloney, he was on Oz, mm -hmm. and he's on uh, yes, he uh, the uh, Special Victims Unit thing, um, Law and Order, and he does TV. He was in Harold and Kumar as that creepy guy. Well, was he in? Was he in the movie? Yeah, he um, he plays the kind of backwoodsy guy who picks them up and takes them to the cabin. That was Chris Maloney. Oh, see, he I did. I didn't see that. He movie. actually has very strong comedic skills. See, I didn't see that movie, and maybe there's a reason why I didn't see that movie. But that, but anyway. Mm. <laughs> but you know, but you see someone like that. And the reason I was pointing to that—that that you blew up my whole thing. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, but I, what I was saying is that he's talented as an actor, and you can see that. You know, he has. Uh, there are different angles to him that he can go. But you know, you see him you know, for the most part now. For the most part, you see him on television. And some, I guess some, some actors, they, uh, they prefer to be on TV as, as opposed to being on the big screen. Right now, whatever comes my way, I'm open to it. I know you're because open to it. Because that's the best way to do it. And I think when you look at Chris's, someone like Chris Long's career, you can see that he just really thrived in that environment and that, that was where he, he really, you know, found a niche and a home. And who knows? I mean, he can totally go into film as he gets older. Um, do more character work. Well, he's he's not young right now. He's getting up there, so yeah, he may do some character work as he gets older. And he's gonna yeah. he, and if he listens to this, he's gonna get angry, and we don't want that. Probably, we're probably both gonna get some hate mail. No, no, not at all. Actually, I like him. I have a, I have a lot of respect for him as an actor. You know, and uh, I do too. SVU is one of my favorite uh, Law and Order shows. Yeah, especially when he's beating the crap out of somebody, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> 
I love it for its great storytelling. <laughs> it is a really great storytelling. I just, I love that they push the the limits and uh, in terms of sexual crimes and whatnot on that show. And I think both he and his supporting cast, all of his supporting cast, do a great job. Oh yeah, I think they do a fantastic job. And I think uh, Melissa Joan Hart was on there at, at some point too. Yes, she was. Yeah. I um I never saw that episode, but uh she did do that and um I think that was the last T V thing she did before she did Dancing with the Stars and then did uh Melissa and Joey. Oh, see? You know, I can, I can see you in a uh in a Law and Order S V U role. Thank you. Look, look, hit hit. See what happens. <laughs> See, see what happens out there if anyone uh, is interested in uh, Elizabeth Ho for uh, Law and Order. She is Thank available. Yeah, that's right. It comes to LA soon. Yeah, but but Disney is first. Oh yeah, actually they're going to start launching it. Uh, uh, that new uh, show with uh, was who was it? The LL Cool J and. Uh, well, LL Cool J is NCIS Los Angeles. Oh, so they oh so they didn't uh, did they start filming for the Law and Order LA? Uh, for Law and Order LA, it's actually spooling up right now as we speak. So they've they've shot the pilot, and I think they're starting to shoot some episodes. Ah, so again, Law and Order LA <laughs> for Liz Ho. I think you would shine in there. I think you'd be a good cop. I think you'd be a good victim. I think you'd be good in any role on that show. Thank you. All Thank the ca- you. Any casting agent that's just, that's attached to that, Liz Ho. You can't Thank go you. wrong. You that's right. Wrong. <laughs> All right, Liz, is there anything that you want to let our listeners know? You know, maybe uh, your website, if they want to find out more about you, things of that nature. Maybe you want yeah, to Yeah, sure. I'd up. love to share some of that with you guys. Shoot. If you want to um, stalk me, I mean follow me, <laughs> my web address is www.lizho.com. Um, I keep it updated. I just updated my demo reels. So you can see clips from Miami Medical on there and Two and a Half Men, as well as some fun photos from both of those shows. Um, and if you'd like to um, follow me on Twitter, I do reply to tweets. It's my username is at Elizabeth Ho Axe A C T S, and you can stalk me there. I mean, follow me there. Ah, so you actually reply? I do. It depends, though. I've I've gotten some people who are not very nice. So I don't respond to those people, but to my to my loyal fans, I do respond. Okay, good. I think the bad we're people, all human beings. Yeah, I think the bad people should not be bothering you. Well, me too. But you know what? If they need to do what they need to do, and that's okay. Well, let them do it. I just don't give them any more energy than I need to. Oh, well, that's why they have a block button. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like you are blocked. Facebook, you're blocked. Everything, you're blocked. Pretty Mike, much. Goodbye. Don't need exactly. you. No. Exactly. But Liz, let me tell you something. This has been uh, great having you on the show. It's been enjoyable. And uh, I think, and this is me being totally uh, frank with you, I think your career, uh, although you've done a lot of things, I think your career is just starting. I think you're going to hit heights that you probably don't even have in mind, you know, because you're, you're humble, even though we're joking around and everything. You're humble, and I, and I see that. And I think you're going to reach these heights and you're going to be an inspiration to those people out there that are looking to have or maybe looking to have a career, maybe in entertainment, maybe in something else. But they'll look at this and they'll hear your story and they'll say, you know what, 
Look at what she did. Look at what Elizabeth Ho did. And she, she had everything set for her, but she went with a heart. And maybe that will inspire people to get up off the couches and go and uh, reach for their dreams. And that that's what we do here on the UCW radio show is try to get that message out there. And I think you're a prime example of that. Well, thank you, Lou. It, it, it has just been a pleasure talking to you. And I know we've played a couple phone taggy times, but uh, it just made the anticipation and the wanting to talk to you that much stronger, and I knew it was, when it was going to happen, it was going to happen, and it was going to be great, Um, and I I do listen to your show, I'm quite honest, Ursula, I love that interview, and um, I think what you do is great, and I I hope you continue doing what you're doing, and great success to you and your radio show. Thank you so much, Liz, and what I want to do is have you back on. When everything, when you have this this mystery project that you can talk about, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll bring you back on and go over it and uh, share it with our listeners because uh, I, I I believe that in the next you know year, two years, three years, you know, people are going to say Elizabeth, oh yeah, you know, she's on this show, she's on that, she's this, and you're not going to be doing too much a lot of these supporting stuff. I think you're going to go and uh, you're going to go a little higher. You're going to raise the bar, and I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I know Thank it's going to happen. Because let's be real, who can forget a hoe? Yep. <laughs> there you go. On that note. Hey, on that note. <laughs> Liz Ho, thank you so much, and uh, you, and we'll we'll have you back on. And again, best of luck in everything you do. Great. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.